Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fplfocal. That's linktree.com slash fplfocal. Welcome back for another video. Quick history lesson to set the tone for this one. In 1996, the Deep Blue AI defeated world number one Kasparov at Game of Chess. This was groundbreaking news at the time. Nine years later, the Ribka AI became the first unbeatable chess AI. In 2011, IBM's Watson AI won the game Jeopardy against the two best players in the world at the time. In 2017, Google's AlphaZero AI mastered the 3,000-year-old Chinese board game Go, later forcing the world champion to quit in frustration. So will FPL ever see the same fate? Well luckily no, football is unsolvable because of its unpredictable nature. You can never account for something like a striker getting a red card in a double game week. But there are some terrific projects in the FPL scene to improve the accuracy of predictions and team optimization. So for this video we've used FPL Reviews Points Projections which setup allows Ranfrew's optimization tool to identify the optimal FPL team. This optimizer led him to a top 10k finish last season and the beauty of AI is it does ignore the noise that human bias sometimes falls into, consciously or not. Here's the team. In goal it's Edison, who is 5.5 mil for the first time since the 2018-19 season. Man City have had statistically the best defence for four of the past five seasons in terms of expected goals conceded. Chelsea only beating them by half an XG in the 2021 season too. We've talked about Edison in past videos. Due to the strength of their defence, the caveat is that they concede the fewest shots as well. So there is a low chance of save points and his ceiling is generally six points, but nonetheless a great pick. It's a somewhat template back four, apart from Luca Dina, who is a pick that surprised me. He does take set pieces and corners for Villa, and he always has an attacking return in him, so 5 mil is a fair price for the opening four fixtures he has. His last four seasons have 4, 9, 8 and 9 attacking returns. The AI has proposed Dina to dunk in game week 5 when the fixtures turn for Villa, which makes a lot of sense. The 4.5 mil defender looks underpriced and faces Fulham that week, followed by Leicester, Bournemouth and then Crystal Palace. Last season's top three defenders for expected goal involvement were Trent, Cancelo and James in that order. The trio took 51, 81 and 37 shots between them, and also 273, 124 and 108 crosses. They're three extremely high ceiling picks and completely logical picks by the optimizer. All three start the season with eye-catching fixtures, and this is important because if you've got proven assets with good fixtures, in all likelihood there are areas that won't need addressing down the line. Transfers are so so valuable, and we only get 34 all season after factoring the chips. The midfield is somewhat template, but Saka's an interesting one and flying under the radar. He may even be on penalty duties this season. He won one in Arsenal's final pre-season game against Sevilla, took it and scored. Though there is the potential that whoever wins it takes it between the attackers. 
I'm backing him to have another great season. 200 plus points would not surprise me. What's most surprising is his 20% ownership compared to Jesus's 70 plus percent. I shared a graphic yesterday on all the pre-season form players, which included minutes played and minutes per return. Jesus is seriously impressive here, but as his sack has returned every 45 minutes, it's also worth remembering that midfielders get an extra point per goal and a point for a clean sheet. But hold that thought though as we'll get to the forwards in a minute where things get very interesting. Neto's the 4th mid and at 5.5 mil perhaps the best option in that price tag. On that pre-season graphic it showed that he scored 3 times in pre-season with 2 assists as well. Last season was totally disrupted by injuries but the season before that he had 5 goals, 8 assists, a very fair return for 5.5 mil. Jimenez unfortunately picked up a knee injury in pre-season which has ruled him out for up to 8 weeks which could be a huge miss. You do wonder what effect this may have on the Wolves attack as they have no other strikers in their squad. This is something that an optimizer in its current state can't take into consideration with subjective thinking like a human can and he may only be realised by the data a couple of weeks down the line. Nonetheless he's still a decent pick and hard to argue against for the opening two games especially. Onto the front two and you're probably wondering who the optimizer prefers between Haaland and Kane and the answer is Kane. At the top of the video I mentioned how football simply has too much randomness to ever be fully solvable and this one feels like it could go either way between Kane and Haaland. It's a case of Gamic 1 being a better fixture for Kane, Gamic 2 for Haaland and Gamic 3 could go either way. The optimizer has proposed a switch from Kane to Haaland in Gamic 4 when Man City have back to back home fixtures against Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest. That Forest fixture in particular looks irresistible and again a very logical plan. Now this is where things get very interesting and I've not seen this in a single team. The optimizer has Jesus as the second striker as part of a very aggressive Arsenal triple up. We're well aware of his merits, the pre-season form, the fixtures and the price tag. If they'd priced him at 9 mil you'd still be tempted. But the triple up is the sort of template breaking move that could pull your head early. Arsenal looks so much better in attack, it's evident that Lacazette was holding them back a lot last season. I can see Arsenal putting games to bed with 2-0, 3-0 wins rather than having to grind out 1-0 wins. It's evident from Arsenal's pre-season performances that the returns will come from any of these three. And if the triple up is a mistake there is the option to move to another 8mm mid which we'll talk about shortly after the bench. On the bench it's Ward Williams, Pereira and Taylor. Rodgers came out with an eye-catching comment yesterday regarding Ward. With Schmeichel on his way out, he indicated that Ward and Aversen will fight for the number one shirt. Ward may even have the edge going into Gimmick 1, so there's a possibility that with a playing Formula Keeper. Williams appeared in four pre-season games for Forest, including the full 90 in their final game, and he looks the best formal defender in the game, and in my eyes a logical pick again. Pereira looks the best 4.5mm midfielder in the game too, even picking up two assists in pre-season from corners, so he could potentially be on set pieces this season. The Optimizer has Pereira starting in Gaming 3 over Neto, who travels away for Tottenham for a tough fixture. Depending on your stance, the Arsenal triple-up is a pro or a con. Returns from all three would be unsurprising, but any goalless games and you're three players down on any returns. The only other criticism I have is the Liverpool double-up as opposed to tripling up, because Robertson and Diaz both look like great value. But again, the optimizer ignores such opinions and it's purely focused on the maximum points potential, and arguably the double-up leaves the door open to move for Robertson or Diaz if one becomes a clear better pick. Let me know what you think of the team, and if you have any thoughts on optimization or AI concerning FPL, drop them below too. I find it fascinating actually, and a huge thank you to Certout for running the optimization, and likewise FPL Review for the projections. Links to their Twitters in the description, go give them a follow. Just a few more videos to come before Game Week 1, hit subscribe if you're new around here, see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.